cricket is coming and it's time for a bat. We're going sub some bodies and we'll have a good laugh. Hello and welcome to a special Christmas episode of Get It Whacked, the Macclesfield Cricket Club podcast. Over the coming weeks and months, we intend to go behind the scenes of Max CC and meet some of the players and characters at the club, find out some things about them you never knew or most likely never wanted to know, and above all, hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Well, what a year it's been. We've obviously had a global pandemic, which still continues to disrupt many of our lives and and cause us problems. We eventually got to play some cricket in a very curtailed and topsy-turvy, unusual sort of format and system within our league. And around all that, we started a podcast and subsequently won an award. So it's uh, it's certainly been a roller coaster year, especially for, for everyone at the club, all our family and friends, of course, and indeed certainly for this podcast. So before we head towards the end of the year, I just wanted to take the time to uh, firstly give you a little bit of stats and some information about the podcast, perhaps just reflect on what we've managed to achieve with it. And as we know, we all enjoy a little bit of stat badgering on the podcast and at the Cricket Club, so we'll have a little bit of that to talk about over the course of the episode. But alongside that, I thought it would be good to uh, welcome on a few special guests, shall we say, just for Christmas. We've got Simon Griffiths here to give us a little bit of an update about the club um, and the position we find ourselves in, obviously after a pretty tricky year financially. We're going to be joined by James Cross, first team captain just to give us a little bit of an update on a few things that are going on, a few bits of news and uh, just his thoughts as we as we head towards next year. And lastly, we do have a special guest and I'm not going to say any more about this man. He's often talked about on this podcast. I'll let him do the talking for himself when we get there. But as I said, we do enjoy some stat badgering here. I just wanted to take the time to kind of reflect and, and discuss about where the podcast began and where it's got to now. So obviously, when we started the podcast back in March, um, it really was just with the aim of uh, entertaining ourselves through lockdown. And obviously, it's it's grown from then. I mean, we've talked about this all before, so I won't repeat myself too much. But I just thought it'd be interesting for you to, to know some information from behind the scenes and some analytics. The podcast platform that I use to uh, release all the episodes is, of course, Podbean, who've been a, a great tool and have some great features and things like that that we can utilize for the podcast. But to date... There have been 36 episodes of Get It Whacked, together with nine episodes of The Mac Report, and then a couple of sort of season reviews and a little update episode. But in total, we've amassed 7,539 unique downloads, which is kind of crazy, I have to say. I mean... When you look at sort of YouTube numbers and things like that, it doesn't seem a a great deal of downloads. And certainly compared to some people's podcasts and, you know, major video makers, content creators, all that sort of stuff, it's not a great deal. But when you consider in the context of uh, our little cricket club in inverted commas, I think that's a heck of an achievement. And it's something I and and hopefully everyone is, is very proud of. And just some more information within those downloads, really. The podcast's been downloaded in 28 different countries. Um, reaching as far as Nigeria, the Philippines, uh, Antigua and Barbados. It'll come as no surprise to know that that Great Britain obviously has the highest number of downloads for an individual country. However, the other two countries that make up the sort of top three are uh, Australia with nearly a thousand downloads. So thanks to our listeners over in Australia. As I've said before, we're we're very proud and very pleased to have an association with a number of former players, ex-professionals, coaches, people like that. And and to know that we've got a bit of a listenership in Australia is, is a 
is a great thing, obviously. Another hotbed of cricket, it has to be said. But the third country on the list, I defy anybody to, uh, to, to guess this. If you're thinking somewhere like India or Pakistan or Sri Lanka, you know, where they treat their cricket like religion, you'd actually be wrong. The, the third most downloaded country is actually the United States um, with getting on for 500 downloads. So I find that crazy myself. I mean, why anybody from the United States would be downloading the podcast and listening is beyond me, especially as cricket's not exactly a, a massively played sport in America. But there we are. So thanks to our, our listeners over the other side of the pond. And as I stated before, we do have one very dedicated listener from Sweden who uh, who's listened to just about every episode or at least there are the number of downloads uh, for the number of episodes we've released from Sweden so maybe there's someone else chipping in but um, I actually have made contact with this individual now um, thanks to Pete Langley as it's uh, one of Pete's pals um, and I'm very pleased to say he will actually be hopefully making an appearance on the podcast uh, in the future so I'm kind of very excited to uh, to talk to him and hopefully hear some amusing stories about Langers. Some other interesting information I'll uh, I'll give you just before everyone falls asleep. Apple run a sort of weekly uh, download chart um, in in their sort of iTunes store for for podcasts and back in sort of I think it was June when obviously we were doing two episodes a week. Um, the podcast actually peaked on the Apple weekly download chart at number five in the cricket chart. So as I say, Apple sort of break down all their podcasts into subcategories and, and they do a weekly download total. And uh, yeah, unbelievably, one week we actually peaked at number five, which when you consider some of the other podcasts that are around, you know, Sky Sports, Wisdom Cricket, The Barmy Army, um, which do get thousands of downloads. Um, and understandably, uh, to say that we uh, managed to to get up into that chart is a uh, is very, very pleasing thing as well. So just a little bit of information and some numbers and stats, as I say, you know, we all like a bit of badgering. So uh, yeah, hopefully that's uh, given you a few bits of behind the scenes information really about the podcast. And in terms of the future, we're going to take a little break over the Christmas period now, just mostly so uh, I can kick back, because uh, obviously it does does take a little bit of time and I'm sure everyone wants to spend uh, spend their time kicking back and, and relaxing and not having to record podcasts or me badgering them about doing it so uh, we'll start up again in the new year but yeah some of the other guests that we've we've got lined up for the future um, I'm not going to give too many uh, too many away but what I can tell you is we've uh, we'll be doing one with the Ackley brothers Danny and Bod which um, I really look forward to and and I think just based on the reception of some of the podcasts that we've had for some of our uh, sort of old guard players back from the uh, the 90s and that those those podcasts are always really well received lots of great stories from people who've who've played and spent a lot of time at the cricket club so really looking forward to uh, to getting those two uh, reprobates on the podcast to talk about all things cricket and and I'm sure some other things I'm looking forward to to welcoming Tom Moores onto the podcast uh, yet another member of the the Moores cricketing dynasty so we'll be kind of talking all things professional cricket with him obviously he plays currently for Nottinghamshire has just had a stint over in the Sri Lanka T20 competition and was involved with the team that actually won so there'll be lots of great stuff to talk with Tom and yeah some some other characters and players from around the club he'll be coming onto the podcast in due course no doubt so yeah hopefully that just gives you a little flavor of what's to come obviously I'm always really keen to hear from people if there's someone you think would 
be a fantastic podcast if if you're someone that feels like you've got some stories to tell then please just get in touch with me i I always want to hear from people that are really keen to do it there have not been very many people that have really had to twist their arm into doing a podcast but certainly everybody that's always very enthusiastic about doing it we've we've had some really great listens and some great stories so i encourage anyone who's got any ideas about guests or or indeed themselves to just drop me a message and uh, we'll we'll schedule a time obviously i can only get to one person a week or at least one podcast a week so sometimes it does take a while to uh, to get through everyone but that's the great thing about the club there are so many great people with great stories to tell Lastly, before we move on to uh, some of our guests, I did want to just give a massive thank you to all of the people that have got involved with Patreon. As I say in the the little plug that I run, obviously the podcast is kind of self-funded. One of the things that uh, I'm very grateful to is the people that are supporting the podcast via Patreon because it uh, it means that we're getting towards the stage where it's uh, it's paying for itself, which is which is fantastic. And I really want to thank all those people that have have helped out in that way. Obviously, there's there's not a great deal of stuff I can I can offer people, but what, one of the things that I do do is we've got a, a sort of WhatsApp group for all of the people on Patreon, and I like to get their feedback and their input on guests and questions and you know the the section we did with Yoz on the podcast about uh interviewing him possibly for a future kangaroo court that was a great idea that come from our patrons and i like to try and involve um those people as much as i can and, and really get their input because um you know it's it's one of the things that i can do and then the other thing that i can offer to people is the ability to kind of feature your own business or if you've got uh if you've got a charitable aim coming up or anything like that we did that for for langers obviously when he was doing his 100k in a month i just kind of using uh using the the podcast as a platform to, to get a message out there if you've got anything that uh, needs to be shared so yeah those are the things that kind of we're, we're doing with patreon and, and doing the behind the scenes stuff and, and anyone that does get involved or has been involved I'm, I'm really grateful to you for that it's um it's been fantastic to have you all engaging and, and getting involved so thanks very much for that now moving on to our first guest i'm delighted to welcome mr simon griffiths the chairman of macclesfield cricket club who's going to give us an update on a few things around the ground uh, some finance details and, and just update us from the last time he was on the podcast so simon welcome back good afternoon miles how are you very very well indeed thank you very well indeed good 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 actually off the field i suppose the close season probably the busiest time for us in preparing things for the the new season. On the cricket side, I think you're going to brief people uh, later about what's happening. But one of the other exciting developments is the developments of of a ladies team. I think we've got about 30 people signed up, which is all good. Unfortunately, of course, with the restrictions on practice, they can't uh, net at the moment. So so that will be a positive uh, addition to, to the club. Nets, for those that don't know, under-18s can practice under the current COVID requirements, and uh, but the adults won't be able to. We've got all the sessions booked at Kings and Titherington. However, until we get the clearance from the government, nothing we can do on that at the moment. And the other thing on cricket side is Adam Longshaw is looking to change our kit supplier. I think there's been general dissatisfaction with Monkhouse in their supplies and how long they take to get any orders through to people. There's no change at the moment, but he is looking at that. So uh, just watch this space as far as that's concerned. So if anyone is thinking about purchasing new kit, would it be wise for them to hold off for now or can they continue to do so via Monkhouse? I think we continue to with Monkhouse at the moment. Um, what Adam is looking to do is perhaps pilot a new company 
with uh, perhaps concentrating on the women's team. But certainly, just to be clear, for anyone that does want to purchase any kit for the forthcoming season, uh, continue to do so in the new way. Although, as you can probably glean if you don't already know, it's worth putting your orders in early. Otherwise, you might get them for the end of the season. Yes, that's that's absolutely correct. So that's that, that's that's good advice to people. Because one of the other things is the uh, if we have a normal season, uh, the amount of cricket that we will be playing at Victoria will be greatly increased with the number of games with the academy and seniors and, and women's team, etc. Um, so perhaps worth just updating people on the grounds. Um, Jimmy has stood down as groundsman and uh, he is going to be supporting Paolo, um, who's going to be taking the lead. We've been having quite a few discussions with Paul as to what he needs to do and how he's got going to approach the, um, the the coming season. Again, still support coming in from Chris Moores. Uh, so I'm quite confident that that will work well, but it's going to take a lot of planning because there will be a lot of pressure on wickets and so dependent on the weather. What uh, Paolo wants to do, though, is prior to the season starting, he is intending to have a session with all the captains and all the academy coaches just to go through the issues about how the wickets are prepared, making sure the covers are on, when to put the covers on, in order that we can always get the, you know, the best surface possible for all teams, whether it be from under-7s and up to the, the over-40s. So, Again, the coaches will be invited to uh, that meeting probably end of March, beginning of April time. The other issue he's wanting to do to get to improve the facilities, two things we've been looking at. One is creating some outfield squares for the under-7s, under-9s, under-11s, just to take some of the pressure off the uh, off the square. Quite a lot of other clubs have, have this because um, we, we are clear that perhaps some of our academy wickets weren't quite as good as they could have been last year that was partly due to the due to the weather but again trying to just improve the standards and we're also looking to create a training area on the old tennis courts and also on the raised area at Parkside so that's going to take a bit of work to get it up into required standard but again it takes pressure off off areas on coaching particularly on a Friday night we'd like to get as many of the academy teams down to Victoria Road rather than just the splitting between ourselves and and Kings. So so that's again something to look out for. And one in your interest on Parkside, although the ownership issue still um, meanders on. This April could be thirty years since the planning agreement was was uh, laid that would transfer it to our ownership. Um, but we're going to see whether we get some quotes, put some more drainage down on the area between the square and the hospital, the Dustin Solly House. So again, that will be uh, a good uh, a good addition to us. Again, it's about time and getting it right so it's ready um, before the start of the season. So quite a lot going on with grounds. And again, we need to give Paolo his support. We know from his previous efforts, he'll be working really, really hard on that. So uh, there may be some requests for assistance with uh, cutting grass and uh, streaming and such like. So again, watch this space. That's grounds. Uh, Clubhouse, do you want to know a bit about Clubhouse, where we're up to? Yeah, obviously, I think perhaps uh, talk about the Clubhouse and, and perhaps mention the, the sort of uh, an update on some of the finances and fundraising as, as per your previous episode. OK, um, well, Clubhouse, as we know, Liz, um, Liz handed it noticed in at the end of the season and we were very grateful for all the effort that Liz had put into the club. Um, she's now actually taken up, she's been actually playing hockey 
or the fifth team has been doing a sterling job for the uh, for the hockey team in goals, apparently saving penalty corners and all sorts. So Paul's uh, very proud of her. Um, but as far as the options for managers, um, the finance committee is looking at this, and by January we should have the new um, the new arrangements sorted. Uh, basically, looking at see how we can provide food. Um, the difficulty that we have, it's very busy from April through to September. And then, you know, during the close season, the, the, the Zod hires and goes to the hockey, the hockey club use it during a Saturday afternoon. So uh, there's a, quite a difference in, in, in the amount of trade that goes through. So we're looking to see how we can try and even, even that out. Um, there's some internal work we need to do in the kitchen. And if anybody wants to give us a hand, we need to give the kitchen a really good clean down and, and paint. So again, any assistance that people have got a spare hour or two, that will be very much uh, welcome. Um, and the other bit I can't remember I spoke about in the previous podcast is the redesign of the clubhouse to see whether we can, um, how we can improve the space, perhaps extend it. Um, we had engaged an architect at the beginning of, of um, lockdown, but nothing's progressed with that. So. Having had a chat to Andrew Bradshaw today, we're going to see whether we get somebody else to draw up some plans for us. So that's more sort of medium term, but people just need to be aware that we are looking at how we can improve the clubhouse for us all, um, which, of course, is dependent on finance, which, again, as you mentioned earlier, finance. COVID has hit us in, in, in different ways. No income during the winter because of the um, hockey not being able to play. But we were very fortunate with the grant that the government uh, gave at the beginning of the year, which was to sporting clubs. For us, it was a grant of £10,000, which actually helped to ease over some of the uh, financial difficulties we may have had. Um, of course, we didn't have the firework display, uh, which was Again, that would raise significant amounts of money for us. Many thanks to those people that donated through the Virgin Giving site. I think we raised about £800 through that medium in lieu of the in lieu of not having the firework display. So, uh, but we're still going on uh, trying to make sure everything's organised properly. Um, difficult, really. Andy Haig and Debbie Humes and Roger Moss are doing a fine job in making sure that we're keeping everything, you know, all the all the expenditure that we 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 need is just essential stuff at the moment. So hopefully, if we get back to playing cricket and we've got a clubhouse open, we'll be able to uh, re redeem some of that. But important, therefore, for our sponsors, Adam Longshaw again is taking the lead on that, and you know, we need to try and crack on with getting our sponsors sorted out for the season. So, again, if people do have uh, individual contacts that they know and they can let the um, let Adam know, he'll be most uh, most welcome to hear from you. So, again, another positive bit that's going on. So that's really where we're up to on finance at the moment. Nothing changed that much, just trying to be very, very careful with our, with our finance. Fantastic. And uh, anything else pressing? One of the other things which will be coming out to everybody is we have we had a couple of issues last year, so we are reviewing um, the code of conduct. There is an ECB code of conduct which is um, I think previous has been circulated, but we're looking at that and adopting it to our own uh, our own needs with our core values. We're just looking at 
did a piece of work with, with uh, I think Andy Moores is involved in that, looking at, right, what, what are the values that should underpin how Maxwell Cricket Club work? And that's really, really important that we know what we're striving for and how we want to act and how we wish to be portrayed in, in the wider world. Um, so I think that's an important piece of work along with social media policy. Social media is very much part of what everybody does now. So uh, again, a couple of issues last year which needed um, attention. And I think that we need just to look at how we perform, how we act, how we use social media, that basically we're not bringing the club into, into disrepute in, in, in any manner. So, uh, again, watch out for that. And uh, Charlotte Jennings is leading on that piece of work. So, again, that should be coming out to people for, for, for comments again in the next uh, couple of weeks or so. So those are some of the key issues for you, Miles. Absolutely. Well, thanks very much for joining us, Simon. It's great to hear from you. Um, get a, a few bits of behind-the-scenes stuff and a few updates on some important issues. And uh, look forward to seeing you and hearing from you next year. Yeah, well, thanks for the opportunity, Miles. And uh, no doubt we'll be conversing on many, many other things between now and April. And let's just hope that the national situation improves and we have something like a, a normal season. Indeed. Here's to that. And now moving on, it gives me great pleasure to welcome back first team and club captain James Cross to the podcast. Crossy, how are you? Good, thanks, Miles. Uh, yourself? Yep, I'm all good. A little bit uh, windswept from the rain and the weather, but, you know, we're all good, aren't we? Try playing golf. Actually, don't try playing golf. I've seen you try and play golf and uh, a few of the uh, double glazers quite like you playing golf by all accounts. <laughs> I mean, I think it's important to point out that, um, you know, my golf and my cricket are a, a similar ilk in that I'm not very good at either of them. The difference is that I like cricket um, and I don't like golf. Yeah, and uh, Maxfield Golf Club don't like you by all accounts. <laughs> The first tee putting one uh, onto the roof. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had a I've had a few interesting first tee holes, especially with you at uh, Potts Wrigley as well into the house. Yeah, you almost put it through uh, through someone's window there as well, Miles. You, you've got a habit of that on the first tee. Do you know what the really amusing thing is, or the ironic thing is that I I hit massive slices. You know these big booming uh, lofted extra cover drives off a tee, and I can't play that shot in a cricket pitch to save my life. That's why you bat eleven. Uh, correct. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, moving swiftly onwards, Crossy. We've had a few people on the podcast today just to give us a few updates and a bit of news and that sort of thing. Um, and I thought it would uh, it would be in our best interest to hear from the big man himself. Um, so, yeah, what have you got to tell us? So, so essentially, uh, we've, we've been working hard behind the scenes. By we, we've set up a cricket committee uh, with captains and a few ex-players, few ex-first team captains uh, all, all involved. So it's been, it's been really good. There's been plenty of help and support available to myself um, through, through those people. So thank you very much to those people. But uh, we've, we've managed to, looking forward to next season, um, sadly, we've we have Khaled has moved to Leek and just wanted a change change of league really, um, so that that's absolutely fine. And then uh, the other one is the other big announcement really is that we are very very hopeful that Jack Matson, the overseas that was meant to be coming here last year, is coming over this season. Uh, so Jack's a wicketkeeper batsman at Carlton, uh, obviously a club that is. Uh, very close with Macclesfield, having overseas from their likes of uh, 
Evan and Rossi, people like that. Um, so it's really good to have that connection. And, and we look forward to having Jack next year as well. And then, like you said, it's uh, it's a weird season. Again, I'm sure it'll be a weird season, but uh, we're going to stick with our with our youth and a little bit of experience through someone like Birchie. Uh, don't know whether it's good experience or bad experience, but uh, we, uh, we're we very hopeful that next season will be an extremely uh, strong season for us. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, a word about uh, potential captains next year across the teams? Yeah, so uh, early indications show that all the captains will, uh, again, be captain in their associated teams. So me with the ones, Frenchy with the twos, yourself, Miles, with the threes, and Matt Cunningham with the fourths. But on on the fourths, there's actually uh, quite a big announcement in that we are looking to get a Saturday fourth team. This won't replace the Sunday fourth team, but the Saturday fourth team obviously would uh, be in a similar league to the third team. I think it's a league or two below. It would mean that every week at Maxfield, there'd be two games on the Saturday. Uh, which would be really, really good. It's something that we tried a little bit last year, thanks to thanks to yourself, Miles, and uh, and a few others, um, and we thought it was great success. And it's it's an opportunity to really build the club up. But so we'd we'd have four Saturday teams, and then the Sunday uh, Sunday team would almost be the fifth team. So potentially five teams, five senior men's teams to go at. Yeah, it's something as you say that we've been looking at and working towards for the last couple of years uh, you know a few of us have been uh, sort of pushing quite strongly for that and it's something we really believe the club can do and I think the other thing that's quite interesting and, and if you look at some of the other larger sort of clubs in the Cheshire leagues or the integrated league systems you know the likes of sort of Timperley and Didsbury um, I suppose Chester as well you'll see that those sorts of clubs do the same as as what we're trying to strive towards have four Saturday teams and obviously that doesn't mean that you know you're suddenly going to fly up and win the premiership but as one of the larger clubs in in Cheshire I think it's something that we should really strive to do and the strength of our academy and all the players that we have coming through and we've recruited really well in the in the over 40s recently lots of really uh, willing able and keen chaps have come along and got involved and it's great to see that uh, you know canvassing the opinion of the prospective players for this fourth team on a Saturday you've got uh, a number of uh, sort of former players from the club who've now got some uh, some young kids who are all coming through and wanting to be involved and and it's a great step um, for the club to take in order to provide more cricket basically and and as you say Crossy we'll have two teams down at Victoria Road every weekend um, so hopefully that'll have a positive influence on the bar takings as well but um, more than anything you know we're a cricket club and we can provide more cricket for our players and, and hopefully more cricket to watch for our uh, our supporters. 100% and I also I also think it's a as you did mention it's a great opportunity for the youngsters sort of like the academy uh, the academy players to come up and get a taste of, of Saturday cricket and then hopefully develop and it gives them a, a nice clear path through to eventually playing in the first team. Yeah absolutely and, and we heard from Yoz on the podcast uh, last week and obviously one of the, the clear aims of the academy is, is to provide the future first team players um, and as he said it's not just the single aim the aim is to provide cricket opportunities for young boys and girls and I suppose adding a fourth team is just an extension of that really we're just looking to provide as much cricket for for members that we uh, we need we've had more players than we can accommodate on a Saturday for the last couple of years and uh, yeah this is a really positive step so 
um, something to be very positive for for the club. I think you'll agree. Yeah, definitely. Going forward, it's a it's a massive step, big opportunity, and like you said, it uh, puts us in a place where we where we should be. Yeah, and uh, just going back to what you said before, exciting news that hopefully we'll we'll be having Jack over. I know Jack was absolutely gutted that he couldn't come over last season, um, and was really really keen to come over again this year. Um, and we're we're obviously really hoping that we can make that a reality. I think we'll uh, we'll get Jack on the podcast in due course, maybe to give. Uh, people a bit of a taste of what Jack's like. Um, I know I've had a few chats with Gobbler and Rossi uh, about young Jack and uh, there have a lot of positive things to say about him. Have you have you had many conversations with him yet yourself? Fair few over WhatsApp, uh, especially sort of like last year about his ambitions and how much he's looking forward to coming over. And then uh, it was it was actually really nice when when we sort of found out that he wouldn't be able to come over because of lockdown. And we eventually started playing. Jack sent a, a lovely message to myself, which I forwarded to the uh, to the first team group, uh, just wishing us luck and uh, and saying hopefully you'll be here next season. So hopefully we can make that a reality. Obviously, uh, COVID depending. Absolutely, and and the most exciting thing about that is it means that he'll be offering us a wicket keeping option, and it means that you won't have to keep. Yeah, well, I think it's uh, the one of well, the most important thing to Maxfield Cricket Club is to uh, is to get me bowling. So, uh... <laughs> do you know what? Maybe maybe I've missed a trick here. Given that I'm absolutely can't stand the idea of you bowling, perhaps I should have uh, derailed Jack's plans just so that you'd have to keep and therefore you couldn't bowl. Yeah, you'd you'd also have to purchase a wheelchair for my uh, dodgy knees as well. <laughs> I don't really think the wicket keeping's uh, had a massive impact on that. I'd, I'd imagine it's the extensive amount of food that I've consumed over the years. <laughs> I can't say that that's not a good point you're making, Crossy. Um, now, anything else just as pertains to your sort of cricket or any news you've got? Anything you want to say? No, just uh, that's that's pretty much a nice little update. But wish everyone a, a merry Christmas and a happy new year, and hopefully we can get. Uh, some good cricket back to Victoria Road come April. Absolutely. And we've just heard from Simon Griffiths, obviously, you know, he's explained that unfortunately, whilst we have all the net slots booked at Kings uh, ready to go, obviously the uh, current COVID restrictions uh, for Bayes from netting. But I did wonder whether it might be worth just sort of potentially letting people know when nets would be if we get to the position that we can actually uh, do them, Crossy. Yeah, I think they're starting uh, early January. Um, we'd be looking for the seniors to do a Monday night. Uh, I think we'd booked eight till ten. Uh, but obviously, with with COVID restrictions, that we're unable to do that at the moment. But uh, I'd I'd imagine that those rules may change sometime soon. Uh, I know it's slightly different, but we're back playing full contact rugby. I know it's outside, but obviously, it's a lot more personal contact with rugby opposed to cricket. So. Hopefully uh, the ECB can um, roll out some rule changes and uh, and we'll be able to see each other and get netting and practicing for the upcoming season. Absolutely. And uh, and if we don't manage to do that, I know there are going to be some very stiff bowlers and hopefully not yourself come April. Uh, no, I've uh, I've been keeping loose in the back garden, turned the arm over. You're always loose to bowl. Exactly. You've got, you've got to be loose. You've got to be loose in this role. I keep, I keep the practice up. It's all I do in my spare time. I just run up and down the garden practicing the bowling action. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard it from 
the horse's mouth directly on the podcast crossy practices being a loose human being well on that bombshell crossy thanks very much for popping on uh good to catch up with you and uh merry christmas to you and we'll see you soon yeah take care miles and everyone have a good one now i obviously mentioned we had a special guest lined up it couldn't be a christmas episode without bringing on a special guest and uh back to the podcast for the second time it's the big man himself carl david burgess burge how are you all right mile yourself Yes, I'm very good, mate. Very good. Glad to have you on. And uh, I thought it would be a great opportunity to get you on. And uh, you can tell everyone about your challenge and, and tell everyone the plan. Um, and most importantly, tell everyone about raising some money for a really good cause. As we all know, I'm uh, I'm a fine figure of a man. Maybe too much figure and not enough fine. Definitely too much man. Um, so saw something a while back on a friend of mine's Facebook um, about this pound for pounds challenge in in aid of East Cheshire Hospice. And I thought, well, you know, I do need to trim down. And if I can raise a bit of money along the way, and hopefully I'll, I'll get a plan together and we'll provide a few laughs, then all the better for it, really. It's, it's beneficial for myself. And like I say, it's, it's helping out a good cause. So what's not to what's not to like? Absolutely. And and obviously, uh, you know, I've sort of mentioned about what you were going to be doing. And, and I think it's fair to say that you are, from uh, from what you're putting out on the social media and on your on your webpage, you, you're taking this very seriously. Am, am I right in saying you've you've sort of got a a dietitian involved and a, and a personal trainer, and you're going to be setting a, a target goal? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, part of the um, part anyone who wants to do it, you know, it's, it's on the East Cheshire Hospice website. But I know um, Bex Ward, who played a few games um, once upon a time for the club's place for the hockey, you know, being into a hockey. Um, she's a nutritionist. She's part of it. Uh, Matt Rigby. Um, who a few of you will know from his days of a junior lad at Langley. He's a he's a qualified PT. He's like offering out advice and you know sessions for people. So yeah, it's, it's, it's you know it's, it's a, we'll have a laugh along the way, but you know the aim is lose weight and raise money at the end of it. But if we can you know provide a few laughs and provide some entertainment, well that's a real added bonus. Absolutely, and you aren't a man that takes yourself too seriously. It has to be said, and uh, you've been putting up some some pictures and things like that. Can we expect a, a steady stream of uh, birds related training montage and things like that? Yeah, yeah very, I've got to get. I'm going to get a Facebook group going, so anyone that donates wants to join can join in. I'm going to put a bit of bit of stuff on there. I'd um, like to say these Matt Rigby. He's offered to um, put me through my paces on a. A couple of CrossFit sessions that that could be killer. Lad from Nate, I called Nathan Mayers, who's played cricket with at Pot. He's uh, he's the head squash guy at uh, Marple Squash Club. He's invited me down for a squash session with him. So, you know, we're looking for some alternative. You know, anyone that thinks he can find a good way to get some videos, we'll have a good laugh and a bit of viral content and. You know, get some click clickbait. I think's the uh, modern word. <laughs> it certainly is. I, may, maybe I should try doing some clickbait. Maybe I'll clickbait this uh, this podcast, Burge. Um, now, one one of the very obvious uh, training partners that's that's leaping out at me. Surely, there's got to be a, a session with uh, Kath Bradshaw in there somewhere, doing some uh, some yoga or some Pilates. Mate, oh, come on, really? I mean, I was never my. Uh, my idea of a warm up was um, half a decam over lights, some deep heat, and a few ibuprofen and a coffee. That was my idea of a warm up. So, yoga and Pilates. That's I, I'll give it. I might give it a try, but that's going to be way out of the comfort zone. But you know, if it if it gets some money raised, then I'm all for it. Absolutely. And and all joking aside, you know, uh, if there if there are any other people out there who'd, who'd like to offer you a session, or whether it's a, a you know. Uh, some form of training event. Are you keen to hear from these sorts of people? Is it a case if you'll give anything a go once? 
yeah, why not? Give us a, get in touch, and we'll uh, we'll get some video, we'll get a video made and get it on the the Facebook group. And the more, if it gets people to donate, I'm 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 up for it. You know, if it means that I'm losing weight and we're raising a bit of money, then you know we've got we've got twelve weeks starting January first to rate to lose as much as I can. And you know the, the the donations are open now, so raise as much as we can, lose as much as we can. And like I say, provide some entertainment. And uh, I'm I'm right in thinking that you you're going to be setting a, a target sort of goal loss, and you, you've put a pretty bold claim up there that if you if you don't make that target goal loss, then you're going to be doubling whatever money is raised. That is correct. Um, the whole I've got a holiday booked in April. However, <laughs> if things don't go to plan, that may be cancelled that pace. <laughs> Well, Burge, I know there'll be a lot of people rooting for you and uh, we look forward to kind of receiving some some good content from you and, and wish you all the best for it, definitely. Cheers, buddy. Thank you very much for that. Thanks for your support. No, not at all. And before we go, Burge, I can't let you off the hook this, this easily without uh, causing a bit of controversy. Yeah, I don't know if you've been listening to too many of the podcasts recently, but there's uh, any stories or anyone that's caught your ear that, you know, is due your uh, your opinion on proceedings? No, I think I think what I might do is just buy my time and then I'll have a I'll have a second bite of the cherry if it's up to you and we'll uh, we can have almost a uh, a reply session. <laughs> I'll, do a, I'll do a compilation. But yeah, there's some there's some people out there who do some comeback, but you know, I'll, I'll buy my time. Are you, are you a bit of a podcast elephant, you never forget and you don't forgive. Yeah, never, never 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 forgive. Ever. Ever forgive as the lads of Neston make him travel, well known, and um, and the fake Paul Hollywood also of Neston. They, they they all know I don't forget things. Never forgive him. Oh dear. Well, Burge, it's been great to have you on, mate, and uh, look forward to to many of the things you've mentioned coming our way in due course. Uh, wish you all the best for your fantastic cause and the challenge, and uh, look forward to to catching up with you and perhaps uh, maybe mid January we'll get you on for a bit of an update and you can you can tell us where you're up to and uh, yep, yep, hopefully get some motivation for you absolutely brilliant thank you very much for this Burge all the best mate we'll uh, we'll speak soon and uh, have a good Christmas pal all the breast all all the breast now, moving swiftly onwards, before we wrap up the podcast, I just want to take the time to thank all of today's guests for coming on, giving us an update on the future of the club, some things for next year, and indeed hearing from Carl Burgess about his fantastic challenge. There's a couple of things that people can do to really help the podcast, which is that you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes. So if you search for Get It Whacked on the iTunes podcast store or click the link in one of Tandy's very helpful emails, you'll be taken through to the Apple page there and you can leave a review and the other thing to do is if you do listen to us or get your podcast via the Podbean app is to follow us and uh, leave us a, a like there as well. We've heard about some great plans for the future of Macclesfield Cricket Club both on and off the field and we look forward to welcoming everybody down to the club next year. Of course COVID dependent and the last thing to say is I just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, stay safe and we'll see you down at Victoria Road. <laughs>